feeling, feeling football season coming up. That's some pump music right there. Gets me so amped. Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. <laughs> Mouth. That that third voice you're hearing, that sultry third voice you're hearing is uh, Damien Alpazar of 208 Monkeys, regular hey on guys. the Sweat Equity podcast. Glad I could be back. Um, Eric Reginger. I just don't want you to talk over this song. Give me amp the podcast. Woo. It's almost like you need a war cry of some sort, like, Hi. Dude. Toddy God Almighty. I'm feeling I'm feeling the blood I'm, flow. I'm assuming that this song is very important for some reason. I don't know why. It's a theme to hard knocks, dude. Yeah. Oh. If you're not a football nerd fan, this no. is HB- Imagine slow mo professional athletes all sweaty, hitting a bag thing and doing moves. So no, I'll let you imagine that. So every <laughs> I was every year so HBO follows a team uh, behind the scenes, and it's like this is the jam to get you fired up. But they play it throughout the episode a lot. Oh wow! And everything's in slow mo and like 4K now, and it's super like, well done. Yeah, and oh. they have like 50 shots of everything. See that I would be more interested in. That, that I mean, don't get me wrong. I love football and I love watching sports, but that would interest me because it's the story of the struggle. Okay, is what makes it more the important. production oh, no. of it, right? That's dude, that's crazy. So they're putting out these. The first one they get a little bit of lead time, you know, because they haven't started yet. But they'll put out another episode in a week that's just as awesomely put together as the first one or whatever. It's like a, a movie. They're hour-long shows. I'm imagining they're getting tons of footage, but they're sick. Wow, it's five weeks training camp. And it's always like there's one episode that's big on getting cut, so they always have that. Mm-hmm. But the turnaround time is like they got 36, 48 hours basically to turn it around to get it ready to go. Jeez. And it's a lot of footage. You can just I, tell. I feel bad for the editors that are working that. I mean, it's got to be a rush. Well, we've talked about it. If you prepare enough, and it's been around, what, 10 years, 20, 15 years? Yeah. Oh, they've got veterans who know that thing inside and out. Right, so you already know some storylines like you know there's going to be ones about getting cut they they're going to follow always like a, a, a rookie. rookie that is very usually green mm-hmm. uh an injured vet mm-hmm. that's um, always one there's going to be the head coach is always going to have a storyline which is the one with hugh jackson's really bummersville a bit of a downer is like fa- everybody family in his family died. is dying so does it Sorry, does it feel you. as epic as like um, the HBO twenty four hours or it's it's similar to that I think twenty four hours copied this okay actually uh, but it whatever it is like as much as I want to hate on like NFL like I'm thirty four and you're like God am I really gonna watch a bunch of guys that are in their twenties and really dedicate a lot of my life to this and then I, this and the answer this, is yes this theme comes on and I'm like <laughs> I'm I'm in I'm in I'm so hard. In. Yeah, no lube. And the Bucks were last year, so uh, those new to the podcast were at a, a, a sweaty Tampa Bay area. But it um, it was interesting to see how Jameis Winston acts. You know, he's a corny, weird kind of guy. Right. And so when he does these pregame speeches that don't make any sense, you're like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You're missing out. You need to watch one episode just to see the production of it all. I would love because you'll be impressed. Well, you just get, you guys um, let me know which will be a good episode. Just like, hey man, cut your teeth on this one. I'll just just start now with the uh, with the the Browns too because they they got the number one pick. Um, so there's a lot of interesting things with that. It, it, there's always there's so many. You have 55 guys on a team, right? And yeah. on an active roster, they have like 
It's a lot of personalities. AD coming into a lot of, camp. A lot of A-type males. And yeah. A lot of linemen playing ukuleles. Weird shit. They'll always find that guy. Rookie hazing, mm-hmm. always. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, always the, fun to the see. Ukulele. The fat guy that plays ukulele. I can't believe that big guy's playing that tiny guitar like that. Look at you ever seen the little Hawaiian guy? The, the, well, not little. The big Hawaiian guy who used it. I mean, unfortunately he passed, but he used to do the Somewhere Over the Rainbow on a ukulele. The dude was like 500 pounds, and he had a ukulele about this big, and he's like... What was his 40 time? Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference here. Well, they also does he play are guard? pro athletes. No, he's not a pro athlete exactly. at all. Well, he then he should be awesome at it if that's all he's doing. He ain't no, he ain't no Jonathan Ogden. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's it called? It, the, the big guys in Hard Knocks, it's always, it's always surprising how fast they actually are. Like, they would beat most of your friends in a foot race, and they're... And that's scary. 330 it's, it's, pounds. It's a rhino chasing you down. That's how crazy that sport's gotten. Like, it used to be, like, back in the day, like, 200 pounds was a guard, and now, like, 330 mm-hmm. is not doing it. Yeah. Jeez. Or you, if you're under, th- if you're three thirty or under, and you're not bench pressing like an insane Larry Allen amount, that you you don't make it in the league. They're they're trucks. Yeah. They're 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 pickup trucks, and they're they're different than us. They're yeah. They're they're we're, we're breeding a subspecies. Do you think that if we do it because of what we've done to get football players and athletes to be bigger and better, that we're technically breeding a subspecies of human? Um, yes. Yeah. I, I mean, love that. There's <laughs> there's something Super to humans. that. I think. I think. Uh, they, but they're not the best athletes like afterward, I feel like. The, so I feel like you, you're getting a lot of uh, guys from uh, NFL that get cut or just don't make teams. They're starting to move to MMA and mm-hmm. uh, go over there. And that's going to be really interesting as that becomes more popular, I think. That dude from the Bucks, that defensive end. Mark, Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones. He the tried Terminator. It. Yeah. Number well, 78. I mean, what? Well, I mean, yeah. you get you get a guy that big Came out of throwing kicks and punches. Wait, Here we USC. Go. Yeah, you, he you, doesn't know. Yeah, you get them throwing kicks and punches, and all of a sudden you've know. got um, uh, a big mon- a big monster movie and a small ring, basically, because those guys, those MMA guys, are not three hundred and thirty five pounds. That's not. That's not. <laughs> They're getting there. Right. The three thirty five guys, those are like offensive guards they're not they're right they're, they're pretty soft again still even even the biggest mma guys are some like the pro wrestlers that have moved over and so on and so forth i mean i remember when uh the tank was like a big dude and now you look at some of these mma guys and they're not only big but they're ripped the tank was the guy with the goatee and the flat yeah he top. was basically the street bike fighter the street fighter guy, yeah which was awesome because he he brought he brought in brute strength and He's like, I'm gonna bring bar fight to the ring. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah, bitch. <laughs> I was wrong about Marcus Jones. Takes a big man to admit it. Uh, North Carolina. Way 19, to put yourself over. 1996 draft uh, round one. Um, I was I got him confused with John McLaughlin, number 95, an old Bucks player. He's that, trying to make up for it. I understand. That used to run on kickoffs. A big guy like that that used to run on kickoff. They're they're trying to uh, make the rules different for kickoff. Because it's like the most dangerous play. He's making up for being wrong. Oh, no, answering I'm wrong. Questions I'm nobody wrong. Asked. No, more like he's preparing himself for the comments from um, viewers yes. where they're like, uh, well, technically. <laughs> if, if, our com- if we got comments, Listen. Our, our li- we have listeners, we see numbers, but we don't see anybody. What? You guys to- aren't commenting? We'll even Rude. take haters, man. We have hey. moved on to MMA superhuman fighting subspecies, and you're still worried about Marcus Jones. I, I, I want to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, I'll always do that if I can, if I know. Uh, I had to look it up because that would eat me the whole time. We're we're potting, but we wanted to talk, we wanted to talk about uh, the kind of hiring process and how w- fucked it is 
nowadays online, basically. Uh, okay. I mean, you you hire a lot of people because you do a lot of video production, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of project based stuff that has a lot of freelancers and all that. I got. I was trying to think of uh, what are we going to talk about today, kind of thing, and I had someone hit me up about um, what do I do? How do I get an internship at like a PR company? And I was like. Uh, let me try to introduce you to a few, but uh, it got me thinking about just the hiring process. And we've kind of talked about it a little bit in previous episodes, but I think it's it's still worth uh, revisiting, even though we recently just talked about it. I feel like, and you, uh, I know, are Damien are a big proponent of this with your guys. If you want to be in the film kind of arena, if you want to do video, you're going to do it for free. Because there's there's a lot of people that want to do it. Yes. So the market demands. There's not a market demand to do telemarketing, right? I mean, there is. Yeah, no, but there are people, people, people aren't lining up around the corner to try to get that one job at the telemarketers. Right. And then, you know, there's people that do it and realize it's not as sexy as they think it is. Uh, I'm sure you've dealt with that. But what's what's your attitude towards kind of picking up freelancers is a whole other area too. You know, I, when it comes to the freelance world, even in the internship world, when when you're trying to hire somebody online or as a freelancer, you know the, 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 the kind of golden rule, you hire who you know. So you either hire someone you know or you ask somebody you know, do you know somebody that can fill this role? And they'll recommend somebody, and based on that word, that person automatically gets an, a one-up. I mean, it's... it's uh, when you're, when the who you're, you know The who theory. you know theory is... is absolutely you know applies to the creative world i think not just the video production world but the creative world in general if i was like right now hey man i need a logo designed first thing i'm going to do is say who do you know do you know anyone who designs logos um because that means that someone else has trusted them with that work and when it comes to creative and when it comes to things that require like like for example when you mentioned the telemarketer the telemarketer is going to get in there and be like i need no experience i talk Yes, I speak English, and here's my script. And they need very little training to... They don't have a style. Right. They don't have to have a style to it. But once you start getting into the creative arts, um, their style, their eye, their responsiveness, there's like a lot of things that you're trusting this person to do. Uh, so you can't you can't get through the, the, the creative project if one cog is just fucking up. You know, you can't get through it. So it's if you had, like, the PA intern that comes in and is trying to put their stank on it, and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, but you see that PA who's, who, we always say this, and if the PA comes in, everyone will sit there and not know the PA's name. But if the PA's on top of, like, making sure that the coffee and that everything, oh we got a phone call. That's my business line, man. What? No, no business yeah. right now. What? Business during pod? Mute okay. that. This... This episode brought to you by Grasshopper. <laughs> Go to trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. Get the hookup. Holler if you hear me. Trygrasshopper.com forward slash sweat. And I think you get a $50 off. Uh, get a business line. Don't be a jabroni. That was actually on. That we were supposed we to do that. We meant to do that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally wow. meant it. Wow. Yeah. Guys, it's just, we hmm. just do it kind of uh, for fun. <laughs> slick, we wanted, right? We just wanted randomly. That was pretty slick. Yeah. I admit it. Yeah. yeah. You so had way no to break idea. into commercial without me knowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, we, we set an alarm. Bam. Is you it? just got added to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the PA, you, you don't know the guy's name. And he may come on, guy or gal. The person may come on and all of a sudden you're like, yo, 
They were on top with the lunch orders. They made sure that the coffee was there. We never overflowed on the trash. If something needed to be grabbed from the truck, they went and got it and brought and were they were quick about it. They didn't sit there and try to flirt with somebody the entire time or ask too many questions. And you'll find out that somebody on that crew will know that person's name. And then when another crew gets put together, they'll sit there and say, Hey, does anybody remember that one person? That one PA that was there, they were free, but they were like doing, you know, they were just really good. Oh, yeah, that was Susan or John yeah, or whatever. And then they call him up, and then that PA ends up on the next, I just kicked his water. The next PA <laughs> shows up on uh, on that scene. And then after two or three of those freebies, all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 no. Get them get them some money, man, because they're, they're good. Oh, so you tip them out. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, no matter what job you're doing, the menial job, like, it's a hard. It's hard to really implement for a lot of people, myself included. But trying to treat it like it's the most important job you have ever. Like it's going to be. This is like try to do uh, treat it as, as as important as you think the director treats the whole thing. You know, the producer treats the whole production uh, with I mean, that attitude. A lot of your stuff you can't put on a resume. You have to see the work ethic. You have to see yes. what how they operate. And are you stuff. a resume? Do you even do a resume? You do. I mean, here's something about a resume that any anyone I've ever known that's ever employed anybody ever, um, they use the resume as the, the 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 I call it the step one. Let me look at this. Did you even write a resume? Did you even you know is is your is resume misspelled on resume? You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know you just look at it as like this doesn't tell me who you are, but at least let me see if you got the basics down. Yeah, you better do it. Yeah. So if I tell you to do something, will you do it? Yeah. And so it's it's like okay, cool. You've got that because I know in almost every resume that I've read, the person is way more either experienced in one thing or not experienced because that's another thing too. If you take the resume exactly for as 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 you know biblical, you're looking at it going, oh well, you've done this much in this field, you must be good at it with that much time put into it. But they could have sucked the entire time that they were doing that job. Right. <laughs> so, so I was always told write a, write how you added value in that position. Right. So like. So it doesn't. It tells more of a story of why I should hire someone, and if you have a, a it used to be like it was a bad thing if you had a lot of different jobs. Nowadays, I think it's the opposite. I think as our generation, mid thirties, late thirties, is kind of getting older, I would want someone that has done a bunch of different things because I think that's a better. You empathize with each cog of the the wheel kind of thing yeah well what you said about it being a story makes sense because they're going to want to look at that your job history does it make sense why they moved on from here to here was there added value something that they wanted to take elsewhere sort of thing because if it's like random jobs from here to there you know that are, that really don't correlate and it's kind of like oh they're probably just a bad employee you know yeah and one fun fact here's some pragmatic advice this is the point of the the podcast is uh there is a difference between submitting a PDF and submitting a doc uh, file. And the reason this is important is because I think I and I need to look this up while we, we move on. But I think a doc or doc X file can be scanned better by all these uh, recruiter systems, all these HR kind of uh, job submission uh, It basically scans it like it would an application on a credit card. So you're saying in a when you're talking about you think PDF giving your resume, would be more formal, right? Well, PDF. Uh, okay, so you're saying that the doc or docx would be great for when you're giving it to a resume site, submitting, or, or some, submitting or online, a jo- or a job site. 
But when you're emailing it to someone, I think the PDF, PDF still works better. For sure. I think f- because PDF feels more formal because you can't edit it, right? right. So it, I send that docx. So docx. Edit my shit. I don't care. When you're submitting for a job <laughs> what online, are you, gonna do? you need to do it in Word when it gives you the option because for whatever reason, PDF doesn't scan as well and all these kind of uh, programs all HR people use. And I didn't know that until recently, which is kind of weird. Why would you give that option? Why right. wouldn't you just make everything DocX? But Test I, guess, I guess if you don't have um, Microsoft Word, they're trying to give you another option. But I, I find it weird that there's th- uh, like a system or a bunch of software that almost everybody uses that has the same bug, and that could really knock you out of it. So like the average job opening attracts 250 resumes, according to Glassdoor in 2017. That is kind of insane to me, right? Right. So that tells me on a hiring basis, like, we're, we're not doing this right. <laughs> you know, we're like, the online part doesn't really garner th- the best results as we think it should. You think Monster.com was going to change the game back in the day, you know? And then now it's like... Now it's just throwing a bunch of shit against the wall. Right. So I found, after talking to a bunch of people, that it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's shit on the wall. Some people could say spaghetti, see what sticks. You never heard right. of that? I throw shit at the wall, <laughs> and then he de- then he knows the spaghetti's working. Yes, it's 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 not Makes the it's spaghetti an... taste horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Does it make me have botulism? Uh, but yeah, how do you narrow down at two hundred and fifty resumes unless it's random that you find the best person? Unless you go, oh, I mean, nobody going through two hundred and fifty resumes. And we're usually talking on a small, medium business level. We're right. talking about the office manager or HR, overworked HR person that has to put the stuff out there and they're probably overwhelmed. Well, I think, you know what, and it may, um, may lower the number. I would love to do an A-B test on it. Um, what if the job description or the um, request for the job position was just more specific to the point that it almost, like, and I know it's my, there might be an HR flag about doing this, but being like, adding personality traits and adding work history traits like must have never worked at Taco Bell. I don't know why that's a problem, but it's one of these things like, look, if you worked at Taco Bell, I just don't want you to come here. So I worked at Taco Bell, by the way, so I, I would just disqualified myself. But So no gorditas. Yeah, I mean... That's what I would call those Taco Bell people. The gorditas. We're not hiring any gorditas in here. Yeah, you, they might think that you're talking about their weight, and then all of a sudden you're you're uh, you know a fascist against weight heavyweight people. It's moot anyway because you can't. I don't. <laughs> it's think a you, whole uh, civil liberties. Yeah, issue yeah. you can't do any like, of that. But here's what you can do, and here's the tip. I'm, this is going to be LinkedIn, isn't it? LinkedIn. Here we go. Here's I, I have a boner for this because what? big time boner because <laughs> fleshy one. You use the recruiter. I was tool. thinking more of a digital boner, but okay. It's it, it's. You know, if you're looking for like soft skills, white collar people, LinkedIn's going to be the best way to do this. If you want to kind of work around a lot of these, um, the legalities of trying to figure out a personality of this person before, uh, it's my push versus pull method of doing this. You can put a a job out there and just wait for thousands of resumes, 250. You all right? Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't tell if you're having a stroke. No, no, no. (laughs) Your fist clenched up like Bob Dole. And then you were doing put. You said push and pull, and I was doing a jerk off thing oh. just for me and the camera and, okay. and those people watching. So see, this Don't is worry. entertaining this is on YouTube, Vimeo, yeah. all that. That's Facebook. Why I get to control the camera. I can do zoom ins right. whenever I want. <laughs> yeah, you can zoom in on, your, on Damien. Your... It's a drinking game. Every time he does a jack off thing, you, uh, you guys drink. Mm-hmm. So 
that is a bad system, right? It's a bad funnel, essentially. And what the way I the method I've kind of created a little bit, but there's LinkedIn Recruiter. You can pay like eighty bucks a month, and you can get way more specific information on their profile. Mm-hmm. You can also see their picture, right? A headshot means a lot, I think. Shout out to Vadim. <laughs> Our friend Vadim. Uh, yeah, Russian Russian uh, oligarch. No, um, he's a... Headshot specialist. Photogark. He's a smile coach or something like and that. A, and, a, and, a, and a facial posing coach. <laughs> yeah, he, he shows you how to pose your face. Can you do the O face? <laughs> Can you teach me that? <laughs> and then not apologize I after? Wanna, yeah, I want a few minutes Sorry. with that guy. Sorry, you're so hot. Sorry. Oh. Um. <laughs> he better be able to do all the faces. Yeah. He better be Jim Carrey. Dude, he, he coached Jim Carrey. So um, that's a bad rumor. (laughs) So the recruiter tool will give you more profile information on uh, on everybody, and we've already talked about this a lot in every episode because I have a boner for LinkedIn because the data is more reliable. Because essentially, your profile is a resume, uh, and most people will update it, even though they might not use LinkedIn a lot, or maybe check in on it once a year. Maybe they will update the resume a lot. Uh, to a a reliability factor. There's right. with online stats, and I don't want to get too far in this rabbit hole. It's reliability and you know relevancy kind of thing. And is it reliable? Is it relevant? And so uh, li- that's why LinkedIn charges more for ads. So we can that tells me something. When it's three times as much to advertise on LinkedIn, that means their shit's good or better. Yeah. And it, it, there's not much to do, right? So they've, they've made a channel that you can't do as much as Facebook. You can't. Well, because and be, do you really want that much freedom on LinkedIn? It would take the professionalism away. I mean, it, it can get unprofessional sometimes. Well, there. Right. And they've, they've somehow curved the culture of like, hey, let's keep it all business on here kind of thing. Because you see a lot of these people trying to curve. Well, it's weird when that. you have fitness models being their business. My business, right? That technically, song is a, a business expense. You could say ben, being a stay-at-home mom could—it's kind of like running a business. I mean, there's yes. a, a bunch of parallels, but I don't know how they did it, but they've—they've they've gotten the the users to really curve other users into going, "Hey, let's keep this. Hey, cut the shit, okay? Let's keep this business content, which is, or content business, which is boring for the most part because people are posting, but that, useful. Yeah, but it's not personalized. They're posting like very corporate memes and like you know it's not it could be better in that direction i think but it's easy to be unique on linkedin right we've done a poor job of getting this show out there on there but we're, yeah. we're gonna hey guys it. if you guys are watching and listening right now please let, let's, let's not make these guys feel so lonely comment and write something so that way we know that there's a pulse to the people that are listening to this and it's not some sort of uh, ad bot just trying to make our egos feel better. So maybe I'll try to live yes. stream from my phone. A little oh, bit. yeah. Do, do, let's let's, do let's get interactive right now. I know that the ratings always go up when I'm on here, so I'm trying to help them out. If anything, we get to hear him be dad mad at LinkedIn not working. Um, so, so, why does it look like we're, we're in a sauna? Very foggy. Yeah, yeah, because I don't clean my uh, no way screen. That is that is, is that, gross. Is that, the screen? is that peanut butter? Yeah, it's peanut butter. Yeah, uh, no, it's an effect, thin, guys. Thin film. We're in heaven. Okay, heaven. So no, we're not. I'm in what I was saying about LinkedIn right. is that if you want to hire someone, here's a trick you can do: is you you can search. So I pay for the premium accounts, thirty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. You can see how many people look at your profile, which is super creepy. 
and I like to send a screenshot and go, I see you looking at me, girl. Like, <laughs> and, and to everybody. No, that, them even creepier. You, yeah, I know. Yeah, no, yeah, them looking it, at you is not creepy. That it's is the, creepy. It'll be like, so-and-so looked at your profile, and I'll be like, stop creeping on me, man. This is fucking weird. And so <laughs> that's my fun little game I like to play for the $30 I pay more. But what you can do is see how many people look at your profile the more you pay attention to it. So if you keyword your profile correctly, right? As a consultant, I just put started putting everything as a different job because I was putting the this firm as my job the last three years, but I wasn't getting a lot of like, uh, you should be getting a lot of traffic from like recruiters, right? So they think you have 18 jobs right now? Like 30, the, the only ones I can really list are like, I can only put like about 30 or 40. Because oh, just 30 or 40? Out of 400 people we've helped. I'm just saying. <laughs> in three years, so so you have no problem showing that you are I, employed well, by thirty different. I people. wanted to try it. I wanted to see how it goes, right? Because uh-huh. if anybody asks, they're gonna get it. They're gonna see that it's like, oh, it's not like I just started somewhere for three days and then left. It's, it's they're gonna see the overlap in the. In the well, I've always said that when you go from uh, working for somebody to being your own boss, you go from one boss to maybe thirty, forty, or four hundred in your case. Right, right. Because all your clients are your bosses in, in some way, shape, or form. Exactly. Yeah, that, that is a, a weird entrepreneurial kind of misnomer. I work for myself. No, you work for the people that for pay you. For everybody yeah. right. else. You yeah. have more bosses than you can imagine. Yeah, you now have Whoops. a bunch of masters. Uh, You're the bitch now. So if you want to hire people, here's a trick you can do. Get the premium account for 30 instead of the recruiter, which I think is 80 a month. And you can get like f- 10 to 15 in-mails, the messaging on LinkedIn, where you can send, uh, you can search for people, but you can kind of search for that sweet spot, right? So legally, when you're asking, when you have a job description, you can't go, I want someone that's got some experience that's 25, you know, that, because uh, I don't want to pay too much, but if they're too good, they're not going to work, it's not going to work out. So you're trying to find that sweet spot, right? This way you can kind of go, hey, um, you can search in the uh, top advanced search part. And then go, all right, someone that's working in this area now, currently, because you probably want to pull someone out. And then buy their profile picture, just like girls have crazy eyes. Right. And you can tell some some bros are going to be trouble mm-hmm. in their headshot. You don't send the, those people anything. You're just like, this is how you can kind of filter a little bit of the crazy, you know? You're a wa- walking HR complaint waiting to happen. Why? <laughs> Could of all that shit you just said. Why? I didn't do anything. We no. don't have it. No, I know no, you no, didn't no, do no. anything. You're I'm saying, saying you're the saying, character you're, you're playing. You're, you're saying currently right now that you can on LinkedIn profile your future employees based on their look. It's no uh, <laughs> and race. <laughs> I said you can. I, I didn't say you should. I'm I said you can. <laughs> you can, and nobody'll know. I'm clarifying what we, what Eric meant by that. But you you can't. You are allowed to send an email and go, hey, can do you want to apply for this job? Right. Yes. De- it's up to you if you want to make sure that you're hitting all the demographics. Yeah, if you I, want, I completely understand. Listen, you as know? some as someone who can sit there on LinkedIn and and prop, uh, at first cropped his locks out, and I have and I have uh, glasses on. Anyone looks at my LinkedIn profile, I have glasses on. I don't wear glasses. I cropped <laughs> my locks out and I put on glasses because it made me look like less threatening. Why are you telling on yourself right now? I don't give a damn. Uh, no, honestly, Obviously. I'm changing. I'm changing the. I'm changing the picture because I looked at it and I'm going. Anyone who's met me has never seen me this way. I do wear. I would. I do like to wear the glasses because every now and then they look cool, you know, Clark Kent style. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just one of the things that I was like, only few people have ever met me, and I've looked that way. 
and everyone, you know, is always like, "Oh my God, that's." I got to see this picture. Oh yeah, I'll show it to you. It's so pretty well. girthy. Here, here's the thing. Here's what I would say too. So when you're doing your uh, LinkedIn profile, here's what I found too by just testing this out. This has been a slow test, a slow burn uh, project I've been doing for funsies. Tell me about it. Um, that you can. Uh, what you should do is when you looked at when you look at putting your uh, job PRB. description. And you put your job descriptions on there. Go look at the jobs you want in that same, or go look at a job description elsewhere, right? Mm -hmm. So, say you worked, you were an administrative assistant at an uh, insurance company. Okay. Now, I would go look at the job description for that. Um, and you go back and you change and it. And you put all the keywords in your I profile. Was a, I was a key grip at McDonald's. A key grip? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, they work on a movie set. Grips are the guys that go and they get shit. They're gripping things. Gri gripping it out, yeah. Everybody's I, seen that on the credits. You've well, done that, that was a joke about how like, there's <laughs> no grips at McDonald's. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, I'm going to hit the... Where'd Damien go? He would have got it. Damien bounced. No, I I got it, I think. This is sweat equity. This I'm going to repeat about. it to Damien. I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> just play it cool All like right, I'm we're saying say it for the first time. We're going to say bye to LinkedIn. Bye, LinkedIn. As we were doing that. Um, can't believe you held your arm up for that long. I know. It's tired. It's so <laughs> sad. If I have to have a phone call where I have to put the phone to my ear. Forget for, it. For more than like three minutes, I'm like, this is bullshit. Burning. <laughs> I'm, su I'm such white privilege. Um, so I would say keyword your resume or keyword your LinkedIn profile, which is essentially a resume, correctly. I did it. And I would get all these recruiters hitting me up. Hey, there's this job. Uh, and I put my number, if they want it, they can call me. Yeah. And I would get calls like <clears throat> that were like legit too. Like I thought it was going to be a bunch of crap. And it would be like, hey, there's <clears throat> there's an agency that needs a, um, like, what was a really good one? Supply chain kind of ops, but for the marketing department. And I was like, that's some high-level shit. Okay. I mean, dude, I get hit up all the time with just random LinkedIn stuff, whether it's people wanting to, to be guests on the show or whatever, but oh. like, it's just... I, I want to show the corniness of the... Well, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> they are pie, hey, Eric. pie in the sky. It's been a while yeah, since we talked. All, you got a really great network, it looks like. <laughs> it's all form form messages, you know. I want to, like... Still. It, it seems like the Ethiopian uh, or Nigerian email scam, like all mm -hmm. those emails, oh, yeah, all they, those messages that come right. in. Right. But, you know, it's still, you get way more, I, I've never followed through on any of the shit, but, you know, it seems much more promising leads on things like that through LinkedIn. Well, I think the... Because you, you have to have, like, a, they, it's a little bit more um, official, I think. You know, there's, like, more background to it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not, you won't lie on there because of the social pressure, right? Mm -hmm. You can lie on your resume, but it's going to be hard to lie on LinkedIn because it's public. Mm -hmm. And so... There's that there's that social contract aspect to it that keeps you honest, you know. You don't want to get blacklisted on LinkedIn. Well, you don't. Yeah. Well, you, you don't want recruiters keeps. to like, you know. You don't want people to call you out on that. My sister called me up and said, "Hey, you didn't go to. You didn't. You don't have an MBA. You didn't finish business school, or you didn't go to business school." And I was like, "No, I didn't." Were you I didn't, tell mom? No, no, she did. Uh, <laughs> she's ten years older than me, <laughs> and I was like. Hey, uh, what I went to business school. I didn't finish. I and I fully admit that. But it, 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 I guess it can look like I say I did. I burned out. Like I burned out and got like a C, 
you get whatever under it. Like, it was like a 299, and that kicks you out of the distance program. And I'm like, I fully tell everybody that. Like, it's kind of bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's whatever. Why Why would you have an A, B system, A, B, C, D system if you have to get a B? Like, why? Yeah, why make it pass or fail. Right. Insane. But that's that's neither here nor there. I just like that she called me out. I was like, you didn't go to business school. I was like, uh, are you serious? <laughs> I technically did. But had to, like, call me up or text me to ream me about it. And I was like, so there there is something about that where she felt I was lying to where, like, to the point where, like, hey, that's not cool. You shouldn't be doing that. And that's not going to be. She's worried about me. I know that's <laughs> why. I mean, I believe in family, but LinkedIn above family, okay? You need to change that shit. Well, no. I mean, she, she, she's been my second mom my whole life kind of thing. So I get what she's doing. She's like, hey, get your shit together. Because she, if she thought, if I was really lying, she'd, she'd be valid in that kind of statement. Yes. So it's just funny, though. You know, I've had more people, si- and I have more uh, in-person conversations about stuff I post on LinkedIn once I started paying attention to it than any other social media thing. Yeah, it's taken more seriously. It's Facebook for grown-ups. Well, I did your 4.30 wake-up for a while in February, and mm-hmm. that uh, I would try to take a picture and try to write something a little bit, like a little creative writing while I was walking the dog, and uh, and then my wife called me a douchebag, and I stopped doing it. But Because she's like, why are you putting your feelings journal on there? And I'm like, I don't know. What's with all the feelings, dude? It's for accountability. <laughs> That's kind of why I'm posting it. That's why Jocko posted it, I think. Yeah. Um. Anyway. What, where are we at? What's uh? Thirty. Do we got some time? I'm, I'm waiting for Damien to come back so I can bust what? him with my key grip joke. Oh wow! You're now your your dad joke pushing. Yes. <laughs> I still don't get the joke. <laughs> I don't even remember the joke to be oh, honest. <laughs> we, we got we got a uh, <laughs> we got a silly area. Oh, time. okay. I remember what it was. Okay. That's so rude. I am sorry, Damien. Okay. I just happen to have um. The water guy and the cable guy show up at the exact same time, and they were supposed to show Adam up. Adam Sandler them. and Jim Carrey. <laughs> 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 See, that's that was that's good. a good joke. <laughs> yeah. No, we were just talking about how I told him we were talking were about changing your LinkedIn <laughs> past profiles <laughs> or past uh, job descriptions to something you want now, and I said you could change it. Say you were a key grip at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Crickets from law, and now crickets from you. I tried to steamroll I, I, it. I, I, no, no, I understand there's no such thing as a key grip at McDonald's, but I'm still wondering, like, did he mean that? Is he just, is it the alcohol? The joke is that the, de- alcohol. <laughs> that the description is not real because yeah. you're going back and changing your LinkedIn profile. Well, that, yeah. I'm going to say that might be my best joke ever, guys. <laughs> wow. I wish we had that Grand right slam. horn. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to kill with Damien. I just wanted to get it out. But no, I heard this, it. You know what's funny is the story. The story is funny. Exactly. <laughs> the retelling of the story in a dad push joke way. <laughs> Eric's on fire today. <laughs> You're in the zone. <laughs> Uh, I, I think we got to end it on that. I don't think. Don't th- try and top that. I mean, how do you? That's your closer. How do you? How do you do any more? You can't. Keep your at McDonald's, and I'm out, yo. You can't tag that. Uh, all right. Well, Sweat Equity Podcast. Uh, we're on all things. Podcasts are available on Spotify, Pirate Bay, 
pirate band? Whatever. Hey guys, don't forget comment. Write some stuff down. We'll. Uh, I feel like we'll answer that if you actually write something for us. Good There's or some bad? Oklahoma drills today. Yeah, get in that goblet. Troll us, for Go. God's sakes. That's not what I said. Get some pads. Go out hit somebody. If you manage anybody, Ooh. like you do with helmets in training camp, I want you to write their last name on their forehead so you remember them. Make That's them a earn their lunch. This is a game lunch. of inches. Yeah. Oh. Ah. It's the six inches in front of your face. <laughs> That's my Al Pacino. And uh, any given Sunday.